Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show. If you are new here, my name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Everyday and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I'm here with my co-host Stephen Loney on YouTube and 8-Bit Warrior on Twitter. Hello, Mr. Stephen. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you, Mr. Ken. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Good, good, Thank you. Yeah, I love your shirt. I like it when you wear that shirt. I know. I... It gets a lot of attention, and I think for good reasons. Yeah, the uh, know, cornucopia is cornucopia. Most... I want to say Capricorn or unicorn. Yeah, or... we've but gone over this. I've learned I'm old my school mistakes. bass pro shops today. Kind of Ooh. haven't been fishing in a while, but I'd like to go. So not sponsored, but you know, not sponsored, like but yeah. yeah. But we could be sponsored if you want your name on our coffee mug. Cheers. On a sticky note, you can sponsor us. Oh, whoa. I have a moose. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, you guys. I don't know what I have. I have a Whistler In, mug. Anyone else out there drinking a cup of something here this morning? Let us know. Yeah, say say hello to us in the comments there um, and where you're from. We appreciate you joining us today. If you're new here, this is what we do. We drink coffee, talk about tech. And uh, yeah, Stephen and I have done this for years where we'd go to coffee shops and then we decided to share it with you, talk about tech, talk about coffee, joke around and just have some fun with yeah. what's going on in the tech world and maybe some other stuff as well. So yeah. um, that's what we are doing today. We've got some topics we're going to be discussing, the new Windows 11 update 22H2. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about Super Mario Brothers 5. We're just going to leave it at that. You'll You'll learn more in a little bit um slime rancher 2 some linux stuff pizza hut and pepsi so we've got a bunch of topics we're going to talk about <laughs> and you might be saying hey half of those aren't tech related well tough too one. bad <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do <laughs> so yeah. something new happening i don't know if it's working um if you're wondering if you're on facebook well you probably won't see this um you might be wondering where our stream went um, so right now we can do three streams and apparently we're streaming on Twitter for the first time. So, um, if you're on Twitter, say hello on there, um, leave us a comment. And if you're not on Twitter, leave us a comment anyhow. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe check if that's working, if you're out there and let us know in the comments as well. Um, but what happens when we hit a hundred subscribers, Steven, something new might happen actually as well now, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you say what happens and then I'll add to it. Yeah, so at 100 subscribers, we are looking to upgrade um, our lowly 720p feed to a full 1080p HD feed, so you can see our beautiful faces and high definition. Um, So that's our plan for 100 subscribers. So if you'd like to see us get to that, feel free to uh, help us out in that way by subscribing. Yes, and what what you might not know about is that when we hit 100 subscribers and upgrade, I believe we can stream to more than three platforms. So that's why we switched from Facebook to Twitter, but yeah. Facebook will probably come back when uh, when we hit hundred subscribers. So um, so if you're on Facebook- That's some more platforms as well. If, you, if you're on Facebook, come over to YouTube just to subscribe to get us back on Facebook, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm Rich. so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. But for today, for those who are watching on YouTube, Twitch or Twitter, welcome. Yes, that's for sure. Um, A couple of things before we get rolling. I kind of wanted to bring up the GoPro 11. I know I showed you it unboxed 
or before I unboxed it last week. Um, so I have unboxed it. You want to see those videos, but I've been playing around with this camera. It is pretty cool. And one of my favorite new features, can I show you this, Steven? Let's show yes. you guys this. I'm um, sorry if you're listening on the podcast, but it's something called Star Trails. And I basically point the camera at the sky and I hit record and it does this automatically for me, records the stars. So this one yeah. here took about two and a half hours to record. So it's 11 seconds long. Um, but it's a pretty cool feature included right in the GoPro 11, as well as you can do night shots of cars where the lights are streaming. And as well, you can do writing with fire or different things like that, and it'll record it. So there's some really right. cool new features in the GoPro. I'm pretty, it looks exactly the same as the 10, but the 11 has a bunch of new stuff on the inside, plus 10 bit what? color. Oh, do you is know that what for like color H is? Is that for like HDR and stuff like that? Well, so the old one had 8-bit color, mm. which was just over 16 million colors. And now 10-bit is about a billion colors. Right. So that's probably going to so, give you a richer depth for like, especially when you're transitioning and like certain, there's certain mm -hmm. times that might just get better. I think you'll that. see less of um, jumping. Like, for example, if you're filming the sky, yeah. And there's different shades. Like you'll yeah. see less maybe jumping from shade to shade. The, the color should be color should be banding, smoother. It's called. Yeah, color banding exactly. Yeah. Um, you should see less of that on the new GoPro. Um, as long as you have the 10 bit turned on, because you don't have to have it turned on as well. So there's a there's kind of a famous line back in the day. Apparently, there used to be a video card like the Voodoo Voodoo FX GPUs back in the day. They're they're now gone. Um, I think one of the guys who was heading that company back in the day said like. Who needs 32-bit color because their GPUs were only supporting 16-bit? Okay. And so there's like this infamous line of who needs 32-bit color? 16 bits enough, which was <laughs> which was like 32,000 colors, right? Uh, well, 8-bit color is 16 million, so it must have been. Yeah, I can't. I yeah, I can't. It must remember. have been. Was it like? Maybe it was like byte. <laughs> well, know. no, the 8-bit. So it's eight. It, it's 8-bit per. Per color so oh I you see. put so you yeah you put together that's 24 bit when you stack gotcha. together so he was talking about like 16 bit for like all the color range so that wasn't the gotcha. same uh, um, yeah different 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 di yeah different way of thinking about it so yeah. but but there was a time when someone thought why do we need all these colors but now we see where you can remove color banding it actually just creates these better transitions and that's probably the mm -hmm. biggest argument i would say maybe for it yeah so that's cool. You've been working on something pretty cool with um, Cody and yeah. Yoshi. Anybody else involved in that? Or um... uh, yeah, and a, another um, friend of ours down currently in Florida, Melkaya. Um, group of us working on a project about a core yeah, so... puzzles. So this was so usually you ask me on the like, so how was your weekend? What did you do? And I can't remember. So I thought I'd like okay, I'm just going to share something I worked on, and it was a Whoa. trailer for a Corgi and a. Is it working? Uh, is it not working? Uh, no, it's buffering. <gasps> wow. Our internet is amazing. <laughs> They're probably cutting out our stream. <laughs> well, it was blasting in my ears. So I turned down the volume and then it froze. And then it froze. That's all right. Anyway, anyway so I worked on a gameplay trailer for a game called Corgi Cove. I was working on this weekend. So I'm like, I actually have something to, what was I doing this weekend? What was I doing recently? So anyways, yeah. 
Doesn't matter if you want to close that tab so it doesn't uh, wreck my uh, stream for the internet. Don't worry about Hopefully it. We're good. If, if anyone's interested, <laughs> look up Koki Co trailer and you can see for yourself. So yeah, yeah. So um, you gotta love technology. It, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> Close it before it crashes everything else. Close, yeah, before. Well, we already had our stuff crash this morning when we were planning this out over on, on Discord. Uh, Discord, yeah. So, well, shall we dive right into it? Somehow That's we cool. yapped for eight and a, almost nine minutes here and wow. uh, didn't even talk about too much. Nope. <laughs> Let's go. All right, let's go. So Windows 11 22H2 was released, mm -hmm. which is their major update. So it was pretty close to a year ago that Windows 11 came out, and this is their first jumbo update. Um, so let's mm -hmm. jump over. There's Here's a little article by Bleeping Computer um, that outlines some of the highlights of that update. And there's actually some pretty decent ones. I know um, you were excited about, well, let me go through these. So there's, sure. first of all, let me say that it, my son, he was able to auto update to it where you go to your Windows updates and hit update and it found it and installed it right away. For some reason, mine was not doing that. And reading this article, I realized that it probably had to do with application incompatibility. So um, there was probably an app I had on my computer that was not going to work with it, so it didn't update it. I went ahead and went over to the media, Windows 11 kind of media creation tool area, and I was able to update it in there. Um, so I do have this version, although I didn't get it till I think it was yesterday, so I haven't really played with it yet. Um, I can see that it's there, but haven't really dug too deep into it. But you were excited about this one right here, the yes. tabs. And I don't think I don't think I have it yet. I think you'd mentioned that it's coming in October. Yeah, I, it may have been mentioned in that article or somewhere else saying that. Oh, it, it didn't be... didn't make it to the build, but it'll be released in October. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like next month it'll make it in. So it's probably really close, but they decided let's just wait on it. Um, mm -hmm. so that's something that I am excited about, which I've been working with um, uh, Linux lately and it's already built into like Ubuntu. So it's kind of like, it's so nice to have, like I'm already using it on a different operating system and um, it's not gimmicky. It's actually, I'm, cause I, I get so tired of having windows open everywhere when I'm trying to like multitask. There's certain times yeah. you just, it's a good option. So I, this it is, makes, the, it makes so much sense and just for keeping organized. Yeah. We, we already tab with in the web browsers all the time. So we already know how functional it is. Well, I, the same thing with video editing, I have files all over the place and just to have them in different tabs in one window just makes so much sense. And a thing, I mean, maybe it's already possible, but a thing that I would like to see is especially with windows edge, is to be able to just drag a file explorer tab right into the browser and vice versa being able to like okay. have it all like on the same thing and be able to switch between Ooh. the file explorer tab and right so it's just all at the top in one spot rather than yeah Ooh. give the option i mean sounds like you need a second monitor <laughs> i have three going on um but there's there's times when it just makes more sense to use tabs and if especially yeah. if microsoft could market that where Microsoft Edge and File Explorer could talk and do that, it'd give a selling point to use Edge. Yeah, that that's true. Um, 
I know I usually use Chrome just because I use both, but mostly Chrome. Um, just because I do, <laughs> I <don't, Yeah>. I, <laughs> it, uh, habit maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that might be a reason to, to look at that as a different, different option for sure. Um, there's some other stuff in here. There's some updates to the control bar for the Xbox control bar. Um, if you're using the Xbox controller, a little bit more user-friendly, um, some smart app controls. So, um, blocking untrusted applications. And I believe it said you needed to do a clean Windows update to get that or a clean Windows install. I could be wrong. Um, well, that part confused me because isn't that already in there? And is it just, they just changed the way that it looks, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because um, I'm used to this because I, I create applications. I send the people that are like not certified. And so you have, they have to click like learn more and go, no, I trust this. Um, oh, yeah, that's I, a good question. So I actually am not a big fan of this system in general. I don't know what's different. I mean, because I don't like, at first I was kind of like, have they changed anything? Have they locked it down even more? Because if, if they have locked it down even more, that's going to bug me because mm -hmm. I like to be able to send executables that are not malicious <laughs> to people, you know. You only send the malicious ones to me. Yeah, yeah, just before we start streaming so it wrecks everything. Um, yeah. But no, because that's the reason why I don't like Apple products and I, in order to put stuff on Apple or onto Steam and things, I have to be a registered I have to pay Apple money just to put an app somewhere else. And I don't want Windows to become locked down like Apple's devices. I So I don't think that's changed. I think it's just the layout. Um, but I'd like to get more clarity on this later. Yeah, no, that, that's... And I, just for the record, I don't have Windows 11. I'm still on Windows 10. So um, I don't have a computer to test these things out right now. Yeah. ClipChamp, this is actually pretty big that they added this. The video editor in Windows 10 and 11 was part of the Photos app, okay. and it was very limited. Um, so they they are now giving you a new video editor called ClipChamp. This is, um, and I did load this up and play with it. It is significantly better than the old video editor or Windows Photos video editor. Um, right. They brought transitions back, which was a big thing that people didn't like about the old one. Wow. Um, and just with people being so involved in social media now, whether they're uploading to TikTok or Instagram, their reels or whatever, right. um, just to have something a little bit better. I mean, it's not Adobe Premiere or anything like that, but no. it's just a little bit better for that person who's just creating content. Um, this might be a, like basic content for your friends or whatever. This might be a good option for you. Yeah. Um, is there still, is it still just single, single timeline? Like, um, uh, I didn't, I didn't play with it that closely. I just kind of dropped a couple clips and looked at the transitions and things. Um, yeah. I'll have to play with it more. I, I kind of plan on, I'll probably be making a tutorial on the software eventually. So, right. um, I'll, I'll have more on it then, but it, it definitely, um, I could see there's waveforms for your audio where you didn't even, I don't think have that in the previous one. Right. So, um, yeah, definitely an upgrade to what they had. Yeah, nice. Um, so there's apparently an improved snapping experience as well. Um, and this one I thought was cool is if you highlight a phone number, you can click on call number or highlight an, a date, you can create an event. So um, Now, I know that sounds, 
I, I heard you mention that earlier to me. We we're talking about this briefly before. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't like that stuff. Like for me, because I don't use it, it just is like, ah, get out of my way. Like stop popping stuff up. So for me, I would actually disable that stuff. For sure. And see, I when I see this, I see it wants to load it into Outlook and Teams and stuff. Yeah. And I typically have more of a Google experience that I use. So yeah. Um, that's probably why I use Chrome more than Edge because I I use the their guy. services. Yeah, like their yeah. Um, calendar and stuff. So um, if that could be used with a like Google Calendar, that would right. entice me. I don't know if it does or not. Right. Um, Windows 11 taskbar. There's some drag and drop capabilities. And then the task manager has an update as well. So um looks a little bit sleeker and modern but that's yeah. basically what came with the 22h2 release and if i'm correct the task manager i think they've also added in a way to to give less priority like th- this was already kind of in task manager but a way to not the priority but to kind of have certain applications not use as much resources to like mm. kind of like don't give as much attention to these, which could be nice, especially if you're doing certain tasks and you want to make sure certain things aren't spooling up and using resources. So yeah. I'd like to look into more of that later when I have a Windows 11 operating system. Um, but, yeah. So yeah. Hey, I just noticed this is totally off topic. Squirrel, um, <laughs> I forgot we updated our uh, little logo in the top corner. We did. Yes. Yeah, we, we did. did. We definitely did. We did that so uh yeah yeah we were we were too long with like basic clip art we just we literally put the first uh one was made like how quickly did we do that i don't know five, five minutes it was just like oh like we, we need a channel logo let's go like this was like yeah. a year plus ago and uh and it just <laughs> so we stuck. Made... We're like we'll change it later and we didn't change it until we, yeah. we never changed it so. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an updated logo we might change it again down the road but that's what it is for now yeah so. Well, let's dive into this. This is really cool. Um, Metroid Mike 64 has created Super Mario Brothers 5 for on the um, Mario Maker, which is really cool. Let's jump over to here. So this is his Twitter account. And so what he's done, he's created, I believe it was 40 full course levels across eight worlds. And they look legit Mario. Like, this is yeah. pretty amazing, Metroid Mike. Um, 24 of them are Super Mario World type levels, 14 Super Mario 3 Worlds, and two of them are Super Mario Brother Worlds. And the footage looks amazing for these. Yeah. Yeah, this is like you... So it seems to be that his intent was as he mentioned in one of his tweets, like, I'm not here to troll you and to try to kill you. I think there's a, a very high number of levels from the Mario Maker games that are just trying to do that. Troll you mm-hmm. and, oh, ha, 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 yeah. I killed you and just extreme hard. He yeah. was, his goal was, yeah, to make a legitimate experience of, like, as if Nintendo made it, like, a whole series of levels. And um, yes. especially with Mario Maker 2, seems to have really allowed this with how they allow you to create these, like, the world map and transition between places and create more of like a full experience yeah um which was not possible in mario maker one and yeah. this is something that like i'm really 
excited to see that somebody took the time to do this because I think this is where this should be more encouraged rather than trolling levels and just kind of like ha 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 and dumb levels actually yeah. encouraging people to spend time to create rich experiences. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm no, hoping this, that, yeah. This is to me like actual Mario looking game yeah. within Mario Maker. And he started, was it 2015? So it must've been the original Mario Maker he started or started planning right. at least. Right. And then um, this is out. So seven years to develop. Um, and now it's on Mario Maker 2. So you can play it on your Switch, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He's calling it Super Mario Brothers 5. Um, I, I'm really impressed. Yeah, me too. I like I like the intent behind it. I like the goal that he had for it. And you were yeah. mentioning, again, we were talking about this before, and you were saying how this could actually be something that has people buy Mario Maker 2 just to get this. Well... I mean, if you're thinking of buying it and maybe it goes on sale at Christmas time, if you get a really decent game out of it, like a Mario yeah. game, like that's yeah. pretty cool. And um, I think that you had me think and be like, yeah, I actually think that would sell me on it too because I actually want to play these levels. And I wasn't mm -hmm. considering Mario Maker 2, but now it is on my radar. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not having, like, there, I mean, I'm sure there's other great levels out there, um, but this just seems super legit he, and 40 levels like yeah. that's awesome yeah so good on you metroid mike 64 um yeah i'm excited to eventually try this out and if anybody out there's watching this and if you've tried it yourself yeah leave a comment let us know actually your thoughts on it i, mm -hmm. I, I want to hear that yeah i i agree this look it looks phenomenal any other thoughts on on that or uh, I hope this um, starts kind of to encourage people to go that way with development. I hope it um, yeah. gets good feedback and that the community kind of continue, like grows again. It doesn't die out and people like just encouraging like healthy content creation mm -hmm. and not one off knee jerk reaction um, kinds of levels and creation. Yeah, um, we well, don't, I noticed yeah. the same thing with Little Big Planet as well. Um, there were some really good levels and then there was just awful levels that were yeah. a waste of time so yeah um, when people can recreate amazing levels like this it's sure welcome so I, less more depth and less TikTok. <laughs> yeah Th that's my hope so yeah so that's awesome um moving on from there slime ranger 2 managed to sell a hundred thousand copies in six hours did you say Slime Ranger? <laughs> I did, but I should have said Slime Rancher. I, <laughs> I, I mean, Slime Rancher. It's not I haven't actually way. played the original Slime Rancher, but I don't know. I knew it was Slime Rancher. I just Ranger came out. That would be another <laughs> good, good name. <laughs> I'm going to make the bootleg. I'm going to rip it off and call it that. <laughs> the bootleg. Slime, Slime Ranger, Ranger 2. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Slime Rancher 2 yeah um yeah so a hundred thousand copies in six hours which is wow. crazy and then um they've sold over three hundred thousand copies to date or probably more than that now i don't know how old this article is um but yeah that's that's really good yeah um thoughts on have you played slime rancher not ranger <laughs> um i have i've uh I've played uh, the first one 
Uh, I haven't played <laughs> through like tons of it, but I've played enough of it to be like, it's good. It's really good. And I've seen family <laughs> members play it and it's a really cozy, enjoyable experience. <laughs> My son's la laughing at me for saying that wrong. And then you're calling it the slime wrangler. So yeah, because uh, that's what you do. You, you wrangle slime. That's basically. <laughs> so the first, yeah. So I did play the first one and it starts you off in a very cozy place that you have your own ranch and you are basically um, instead of cattle, it's slimes and you have to go mm -hmm. find them and collect them. And uh, it's just a, a wonderful experience for like anybody, anyone from like seven years old to 70, I think would enjoy this game. So, um, so I'm, I'm excited to see that number two is doing quite well. Um, yeah. The first one apparently has sold over 5 million copies on its own already. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I like to see games like this do well. So yeah. Um, I, I actually haven't tried, tried it out. Like I said, I, I definitely want to give it a go. Do you know if there's a demo of it? If people haven't played for played it already or I don't, um, no. I don't know. I'll if have there's to a demo. check out some videos on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So pretty cool. Like, have you, so you haven't, did you buy slime? <laughs> now you got me mixed up that you said Wrangler. <laughs> that's on you yeah slime rancher too you you didn't buy it no no i haven't bought it i have the first oh. one I, I got the first one through like epic uh, it had it free okay. for a time or something um okay. but uh i might yeah i'd like to get this on steam the second one i may yeah. skip finishing the first one and just jump into the second one and and uh play through that um, yeah. So the interesting thing he said he'd hope to sell a hundred thousand copies in twenty four hours. Um, Popovic, I believe his name, Nick Popovic. Yeah. And they managed to sell it in six hours, so yeah. significantly higher than expectations. That's really good. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, that's. I don't. I, don't know. I like stories like that for sure. Especially when it's a product that is like not a it's a positive it seems to be like a positive kind of game like you play yeah. it and you feel better when you play it like you should leave it feeling better and not like angry and bitter i shouldn't i mean there could be the exception maybe but if you don't wrangle your slimes properly but um yeah typically it should be a nice experience and just a good thing so yeah no that good. that mixed with mario maker the that super mario brothers 5 thing and this this yeah. kind of content is really cool awesome so you sent me an article this morning, and the first thing I said to you was, hey, there's no pictures. So then you found <laughs> another article that had a picture. A picture. Uh, a, a picture. And the so 20-year-old Linux workaround is still slowing down the AMD systems. And you said you would handle this one because I tried to read this article, and my there was smoke coming out of my ears, and this was just like well, this is This article is really boring. And so I had to sell you on it. And like, this is like, this is like high level nerd territory here. So especially but, without pictures, because the first one was just like two pages of text. That and like actual through. code that might've been outlining how to fix the problem or something. It was like, <laughs> this is not for, but this is interesting to me because it actually is very relevant to my day job. I was like, oh, like, this is like mine. Cause we are working with, um, uh, a Ryzen Threadripper at my job, a 32 core 64 thread. 
Threadripper and high crunching mm -hmm. of data for processing data. And this was like right in my ballpark. And I sent this to uh, uh, my boss, which is my older brother. But like, I, I'm like, hey, we need to pay attention to this. So what was happening is there has been like a workaround that was applied for like older Athlon, AMD Athlon processors from like 20 years ago for for properly handling idle states so when it can when the cpu like tries to go to an idle state and come back out of it and kind of that management okay um there was a workaround that the old might have been the athlon or one of the older processors wasn't properly working as expected so somebody and the, for the linux kernel submitted a fix to to allow things to keep working and well enough but yeah. this fix is actually been hampering um modern architecture for the Zen processors from main D it's actually been okay. making them improperly handle this idle state and actually slowing them down. And this was like just recently realized. And so one of the engineers, I think he's from AMD has just submitted a patch to like fix this. And apparently the more cores you have, the worse it gets. Oh, okay. Interesting. So the more pronounced the problem gets with the more core. So when you're doing like high core workloads that are like, up and down, up and down and processing, it's gonna, yeah, it's like this dummy, dummy idle process that was just improper and causing things to sleep too much. So mm. this excites me because there's a potential that I can go to work this week and apply a fix and see a huge import, uh, improvement in our architecture at my job yeah. um, or nothing, but it, it, we'll find out. But it yeah. seems from the article that the one guy was mentioning how there was like up to like over a thousand percent improvement in performance in certain scenarios. Interesting. That's so huge. it's huge. So it's just like this really old um, fix has gone on to hamper modern technology and how like this is just the nature of things when it's something so complex, you can't always keep track of all these and with the way Linux works, people submit things and it gets accepted in anybody okay. can't like people can submit a fix or something to the Linux kernel. And it gets accepted. So this was accepted like 20 years ago and it was fine, but now it was causing. So that's what excited me because like, this is like real world, um, uh, just performance improvements for Linux uses with just okay. an, easy, an easy fix that was found. And like, so yeah. Anyways, have I yeah. sold you? Is that okay? Is this absolutely boring? Uh, well, you've sold me that it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's, it's definitely interesting that it's taken this long for the fix to come. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. Uh, but it's probably dull for those who it doesn't apply to. I'll put it that way. Absolutely. Um, but for the tech nerds out there, this was definitely, we've talked about how there's like a, a to D range of like techniness, A being like, how do I open my email? And D being like, here's how to create an email server, you know, like, yeah. And this is definitely like C.5 territory out here. It's like pretty close to the D level, like extreme nerd. Or maybe it's kind of what if you're sitting on the space station having chit chat with your friends, this is what you might talk about. Yeah. Yeah. We got to patch the kernels. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll move on to there before our, our, our watchers disappear leave us disappear they've yeah. actually gone up during this segment so uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we lost one all right we'll jump over <laughs> pizza hut delivery robots now this is near and dear to you in vancouver yeah 
in Vancouver, so not too far from you. Yeah. Um, Pizza Hut Canada and Serve Robotics launching robot delivery service. And I actually saw this on the news as well. So they're testing this out in Vancouver. Um, you can get your pizza delivered in this robot cooler thing. And there's a one-time <laughs> code that you punch in when it arrives at your door. You grab your pizza and... Um, yeah, off it goes. Now the delivery distance isn't too far yet yeah. from the like it's just within a few blocks of the Pizza Hut, but they're testing it out, and maybe soon enough your Pizza Hut will be delivering this to you. So you're saying I love his, huh? Oh, I was gonna say I love the robot's eyes. You do, do you? Yes. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so That's... what are what are your thoughts on this? Um. I was thinking, I guess I shouldn't order the robot then down from from where I'm at. I'm down I'm down the road, but I don't think it would be coming too quick. No, I think it's like a few blocks. The funny thing, I saw this on the news and the robot was kind of like going down the middle of the sidewalk and people were having to walk around it. And um, <laughs> I'm like, you know, it wasn't a polite robot in where it was walking. Like, really? It wasn't very <laughs> like, Canadian? I, I just felt like, you know, kind of stick to the right so people can get past, not just walking down the middle of the sidewalk in the way. They should just have a speaker blaring out of it. Sorry. Sorry, A. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So so then what happens? What happens if someone tips the robot and your pizza then? I know. I know. Because the reason I say that, so uh, do, you, do you have Lime scooters near your house? Lime scooters? Like those electric scooters that you rent? No. Okay, we have them all over here in our town. Like you, you rent the scooters. But there's the few people who do not like them and decide to tip them over. Or I saw one in the ditch the other day. Yeah. And uh, I just hope that my pizza doesn't end up in the ditch somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's cool and idealist. This is where like drones would be a better idea because you can keep them away from people better but they're also a bad idea because other reasons um <laughs> i'm waiting for the day that like drones crash into each other with your pizza it's like, just like a... it's it's like when you see on the news that like a banana truck crashes and there's bananas all over the road or it's just this... <laughs> <laughs> now you at the start of this you called it a robot cooler now just correction i don't think it's a cooler Unless you like your oh, cold. Well, okay. Let's not call it a cooler. I think it like it's insulated to help keep your Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna poke you and be like uh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, this is interesting. I mean, how successful? Um, should I go to Vancouver and like sit on a park bench and order some Pizza Hut robot? I think we should. So my son says have a sip of my coffee before I read. So yeah, probably because uh otherwise where nobody's going to know what Jolly Roger um, sells 100 million copies of a video game is. <laughs> Slime Rancher, come on. I, th I, think, I think he was talking about the Linux article. I think that's oh, what it was about. What did I do wrong there? I have a lot of errors. I, 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 think, I think it was in reference to like, take your time with it because it's a lot. It's quite a bit to take in. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was a long... 20-year-old Linux workaround is still slowing down AMD systems. I guess so. Yeah. It was, yeah. Slime Rancher. And I'm but trying this... to get this show in and out in 45 minutes. So 
have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this would be interesting. This is interesting. But, but okay, so, but what goes great with pizza? Well, especially Pizza Hut. I, I believe yeah. they are a Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, you always need a soda with pizza. Like, it just it, cuts the grease, especially pair, Pizza Hut pizza. They pair well together. So yes. with your Pizza Hut robot, you can get what? Well, Pizza Hut, I don't know if Pizza Hut has this, but there's s'more Pepsi. There's s'more? There's some more. S'more Pepsi. S'more. S'more. Um, yeah. So there is uh, Pepsi welcomes fall with three new flavors. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, please. <laughs> so... Um, Pepsi has come out with the uh, s'more collection, which is toasty marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker. So there's three different flavors. And then if you'd like to have a s'more, you mix them in a special uh, certain proportions and come up with the s'more flavored Pepsi. And they've even got a little bit of a contest here that you can can mix your creation and they are giving some winners. I'm not sure what they're giving them, but a little contest there. Okay, if you had to pick one of these Pepsis, toasty marshmallow, chocolate, or graham cracker, which one would you pick? Chocolate. I know you're a graham cracker fan. I am, but in this case, I'm gonna go with chocolate. Chocolate, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, that's chocolate Pepsi. I think I'd go with Toasty Marshmallow, actually. Yeah? Yeah. We should... Do you know if they're going to sell these in Canada? I, uh, I, I kind of want to do like a taste test with these. And... Well, is this a Canada or is this an American... Is this a Canada? <laughs> is this a Canada thing? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, we I might have to... This article was. Are we going to need to do a bootleg run across the border? Okay, so this kind of brings up like fall beverages to me. So... I know recently the pumpkin spice lattes back at Starbucks. Right. Um, does everything get like is s'more like a fall thing? Well, it's going to get associated with fire, but I usually have a campfire in the summer, so I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Like for me, I don't associate it with the fall. Well, so yesterday for the first time in probably three years, I had a pumpkin spice latte. Don't, it was tell good, my, right? don't tell anybody. Um, yeah, it was actually really good. But I don't yeah. know if I'd want one every day. Like once a year, well, once every three years is probably good. You know what's good? You have it like once a month for the whole fall. <laughs> You're good. Or like every two weeks or something is fine. I mean, one. Yeah. They're actually. It is, it is actually pretty good. So I don't know. Like I kind of want to try this. And we can put it together with the KFC chips that we talked about last week. <laughs> this hmm. is a very healthy diet we've got here. So we're gonna Pizza Hut robot with KFC chips and some marshmallow Pepsi. Yes. That sounds like a great time. When you're coming to Vancouver, let's pull this one off. Pull this one off. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So maybe we'll um, so our question of the day, which Pepsi flavor would you choose? Yeah. Well, we already chose, so I chose the chocolate. You I chose, chose the, the marshmallow. toasty marshmallow. Um, and then... there. Yeah. Can I tell you why I toasted the... Or toasted the... <laughs> picked the toasty marshmallow? 
Why? It's because graham cracker, I would just assume that there's chunks of like <laughs> bread in my... Okay, they're not like literally like putting chunks of graham cracker in a pencil. No, I, I get it. Um, but marshmallow is something you'd already put in a beverage, like in a hot chocolate. Like it's actually a accessory to a beverage already. Do, do, do you hear yourself? You criticized my chocolate choice and you just said hot chocolate and you're like hip hop. Like there's a double standard. Do you not see? <laughs> I see it now. But, uh, <laughs> but you don't put Pepsi in your hot chocolate. And you don't put marshmallows in your Pepsi. Maybe we do. Yeah. Uh, you, you were the guy who introduced me to uh, Fruit Loops and root beer. That's true. But that wasn't really a thing. You're the one that believed me. Yeah, you just told me like, yeah, you can do this thing. And I totally trusted you. Yes. It was it was fine. It was good. We were camping. Yeah. Root beer in your fruit loops. We were we That's were probably hit. the last time I had fruit loops. Watch it watch it come out now, a drink that's like root beer fruit loop drink. <laughs> we should we should we should talk to the AW root beer company, tell them to uh, work with fruit loops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, so <laughs> that's the tech talk. <laughs> All right. So for today, again, what happens at 100 subscribers, Ken? At 100 subscribers, we are going to be upgrading our stream from 720p 7 to 10, whatever. We're going to be upgrading it to 1080p. Yeah. Um, I guess we're 720p right now. So 1080p, and you'll be able to see our faces in higher definition and listen to us in the same audio audio quality as right now, but we would appreciate it. If you haven't done so, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That's 100 subscribers on YouTube. We appreciate it. Um, you can watch us on Twitch. You can watch us on Twitter, apparently. You yeah. can watch us on Spotify or listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform. I think that's it for today. So thank you so much, everyone, for watching and listening. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.